0: Welcome back, bookworms, to the podcast that celebrates everything your bookish soul desires. I'm Frances Everly, romance and fantasy author, and this is The Bookworm Unleashed. Today we have a very special guest with us, Michelle River from Erie River Publishing and owner of Book Box Canada. Welcome, Michelle. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: You are one very busy lady. You own Erie River Publishing. You run Bookbox Canada. You've even started your own um, local book fairs and craft markets. You're a mom and a wife. Where do you find the time to do all of this?
1: Squeeze it in between nervous breakdowns. It's it's a busy season, like Halloween, pretty much from September to mid-December right now. I am nonstop just crazy because my publishing house is dark fiction. So we do a lot of those spooky horror, dark fantasy, dark urban fantasy stories. Um, so we're all on from September until, and then book box, Christmas. <laughs> so it's just like, ah,
0: so, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, you you summed me up pretty decently. <laughs> I have two small kids, um, three and almost six. Um, they are very busy and a lot of fun. I also am a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I started writing, which is how I got into publishing. So I started writing and then that wasn't enough for me. So I was like, let's put together a publishing house. Um, so I started Erie River Publishing, like spooky, not the lake, although <laughs> it's pretty cool. So um, <laughs> I adopted the pseudonym Michelle River for that. Um, and I have Erie River Publishing Um and again, we published dark fiction and horror. Um, and then from there, I realized that we are really lacking a lot of book fairs and book markets um, in my area and in Ontario, just in general, just finding some that we could apply to that weren't, I'm gonna say, like the crazy ones that cost four or $500 to get into. Um, so I started putting together book fairs and book markets. And then, um, So I host, I think we're going to be doing at least six this year that are strictly book fair, bookish markets that are going to be around the Kitchener, Hamilton, um, Cambridge area, which is going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, And last year, I decided what's another way that we can kind of reach book audiences, but a book box that um, is available for Canadians as well as Americans. Um, and I, I did that because I was looking for book boxes for myself, and I didn't find any that a I wanted, um, and b that didn't come with a huge duty or um, interest charges and all this other stuff because of conversion rates from American or the or UK. Um, so I decided, hey, why not? Why not add something else to the plate <laughs> and put together a book box? So what exactly is a book box for those of us that aren't familiar with those? I do. It's a subscription. Well, it can be a subscription or a not subscription, or like a one-time purchase. Um, it is essentially like a gift box or gift basket that you can get for yourself or someone else. Um, and they contain either one or three books, depending on the size you choose. And then I also like to... Make sure that I'm including small business items as well in there. So we're supporting a lot of local Canadian businesses. Um, so we have like different candle makers, chocolatiers, um, candy makers. We even have um, like our our socks we had in there. I love those socks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's from Cows, which is um, a company out of Nova Scotia. Um, they primarily do ice cream, but they have a lot of little <laughs> trinkets and stuff that they sell at their store. When I went there, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, these socks were amazing! I need to have them in my boxes." So um, <laughs> I'm grateful yeah, so, you so, did. <laughs> so our boxes are—it's it, not totally Canadian because we do tend to work with international authors, but all of the stuff inside is either um, Canadian-made or designed by myself. And um, we try to get at least one Canadian author um, per quarter as well in each category. Because we do um, sometimes the darker, not sometimes, we do the darker genres as well. Like we have a dark romance. uh, We have a horror and a dark fantasy box. But then we also, we're slowly getting to um, just like a regular romance as well.
0: Regular romance or like sweet romance or smutty romance? What kind of romance?
1: Um, Okay, so I did not realize there was a difference between <laughs> sweet romance and like a regular romance. I thought I thought all romances had like ha- happy endings.
0: Now, so, what kind I of happy endings? In a sweet romance?
1: <laughs> oh. I think we know exactly. What you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a difference between um like a fade to black kind of sweet Story. I didn't realize that that's what people said when they spread sweet romance. I just didn't mean like, I thought people just weren't getting choked out. Oh. So I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Like, so happy, uh, happy ever after versus.
0: Versus the smut.
1: I didn't, I didn't realize. Um, so. Yeah. So. so Although I have one called Sweet Romance, I've changed it to Sweeter because it's sweeter comparatively to like dark romance. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's rarely a fade to black, I believe.
0: You've got Uh, all the nitty-gritty smut in there. Smut
1: romance is good too. (laughs) (laughs) Like I primarily deal in smut.
0: I like the smut. Let's go with smut. That's the best kind of romance is the smut. Give me exactly. the smut. <laughs> the,
1: the best kind. Just <laughs> kiss.
0: So do you primarily work with a lot of India authors or trade published authors within, in your book boxes?
1: So there isn't a lot of trade published authors for dark romance. So a lot of the dark romance, I definitely deal one-on-one with the authors or the publishers, like indie publishers. Um, same with the horror. I try to go when I can, um, as indie as I can, because really they're the voices that need to be lifted the most. Um, for our sweeter romance. <laughs> Or our smut romance. Um, I do, I am putting a little bit more of contemporary, well or known in there, but now that it is something that we're going to be expanding more of, I probably will be reaching out more to indie authors.
0: Oh, nice. I, so, how would an author um, submit their books to your book box?
1: That is a great question. I have a form. Um, it's a Google Doc form that people can fill out. Um, I'm looking for details when they're going to be releasing it, if there's any trigger warnings, that kind of stuff. Um, not that trigger warnings are bad. <laughs>
0: <I better not. laughs> Some people shop primarily through the trigger warnings. I
1: do. <laughs> I am one of those weirdos. Um, so it's just more just so that I can market it appropriately and to make sure it's going in the right the right box. Because <laughs> Again, like I can't have, yeah, I can have, but I, I shouldn't be putting certain things in like the nice romance box.
0: Oh no, probably not.
1: <laughs> well, like light choking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you create your own exclusive covers and artwork for the books in the book
1: boxes? Okay, so I don't, I don't have it available on every single book that comes in. Um, the main reason for that is money. Um, things like that cost a lot of money. Printing them makes it almost double the cost to print them. Um, So I wish that I could do it more often. I am finding right now I have to kind of rein in my expectations of what I want to do um, because like printing costs are going through the roof. We are, like I said, we're getting things from small businesses. So their expenses are going up. So they're their item costs are going up. So to add on a book with, or two or three books in it with exclusive covers is, I would have to raise the prices of boxes extraordinarily. Um, So it is something that I'm going to be looking to do more often, but I think instead of them being in the regular box, they're going to be um, like a pre-order exclusive hardcover limited edition kind of thing. Um, We are looking at potentially switching to um, monthly as well for the single book boxes. But oh yay! it really depends on how big we can grow this. Right now I'm aiming for one exclusive cover a quarter um, and hopefully we'll be able to ramp that up if the box gets bigger and bigger and bigger.
0: Nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait to see more. Yeah.
1: Like we have our exclusive cover coming out for February. Um, We have a valentine's day pre-order box that we're doing it's with black sheep by Brynn weaver who is a canadian
0: oh i loved her she wrote the shadow realm series that was in your book box last year
1: yes yeah so we did an exclusive cover last year for it and we ran out and we had so many people asking to do a reprint so we decided hey let's do a fantasy not a fantasy let's do a book box um in february for it so we we're doing another printing run so it's going to have that exclusive cover it's got book plates and we're also going to make it it's gonna be like a really cool dark um vibe with some treats and coffees and or tea i think we're going to have a tea or coffee option we're figuring that out still right?
0: it I, a, I vote for tea i vote for tea <laughs> i love tea <laughs> not a huge coffee drinker. The tea.
1: okay noted <laughs> So what kind of
0: challenges have you come across when in doing all of these? Like
1: cost is a huge one. But also marketing, like marketing for anything, getting your name out so that people realize that you're still available or that you're even there to begin with. Um, one of the biggest thing was shipping. Um,
0: I bet that was a challenge. Not just
1: shipping of my boxes to people, but shipping from distributors. Oh, So we came across a couple issues where ex- – and this was something that happened with one of our exclusive boxes. Um, the, sh- the distributor lost sixty of our exclusive oh, no. books. completely gone. Yeah. They're not insured. Like they, can- this distributor, this printer will not insure them unless wow. you're paying a thousand dollars, which is more than what I paid for the books. Yeah, so I'm like I'm not doubling for that. that. So. Um, So, like, they had lost 60 of my books, and then when they came, half of them were destroyed. The box somehow, like, stuck in a puddle or it was kicked around. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Um, So, finding reliable printers and distributors for the exclusive books um, has been really frustrating, especially because I'm not ordering on the big grand scale. So, if I'm ordering hundreds of books and they're the hardcover and they're, like, super fancy and they cost $100 a book, those ones are... I I feel like are generally treated a little bit better in the shipping process. But when you're only ordering so many from printers, they uh, sometimes tend to get lost.
0: Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's awful. It's
1: very frustrating. Also finding, finding, um, Finding indie authors sometimes even willing to work with us. I've had some indie authors because I'm not looking for 600 books or 100 books. Sometimes I'm only looking for 30. They're like, "This isn't worth my time." I'm like, "But you're waiting like 30 more readers." I know. I'm like, "All I need you to do is like I want to pay you money. Let me pay you money and let me order 30 books from you, or like it's you would make money off of me." Than you would if I bought them off of Amazon. Absolutely. Because Amazon, you know, like the rates as an indie author, you're only making a dollar to a book. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm, so, sometimes come that is also a big struggle. Maybe because they don't know about us yet, and they think we're trying to get free stuff. But it's more also, um, yeah. It's 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 been it's been a it's I've had so many different challenges. It's been weird to see what comes up every month or every quarter. <laughs>
0: So what plans, if any, do you have for future books in your book
1: boxes? Um, books specifically, I have one that's sitting over there for March, um, but I don't have a lot of the year planned out yet. Um, I have more of an idea of what extras I'm going to be putting in the boxes because I've been getting some feedback through surveys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love for indie authors to come contact me through that form that I will tell you about. <laughs> Where is that, that will form? Eventually, be on my. It'll be on my link tree. Oh no, I just meant like I. It's on a link tree somewhere. I okay. got to actually post it <laughs> so that people can. I've got to put it on my website somewhere so that people can actually see it because I have people asking. Yes, yeah. like me. Because um, I know you're an author. We've met in person. We've yeah, other, and I ask so. you about it
0: every single time we see I each know. other.
1: <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is on my list of things that I need to talk to someone about. But everything comes up and you forget. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't mind when people like re-talk to me about this because <laughs> I probably just forget. I'm not ignoring you. Well, um, that's good. But for the book boxes, the, yeah, <laughs> the book boxes. The book boxes themselves, though, like we are, I'm looking at, um, for our single book boxes, I am looking at adjusting to um, a monthly schedule if people would like to do it monthly. Okay. Um, we had we did have to raise the prices on our single book boxes. Um, and in fairness, when I looked around and saw what other book boxes were going for, we were $30 cheaper. Like there's no... There's no wonder why the boxes were making it so it was impossible for me to make a profit. Yeah. It's because I was I was way undercutting myself um, to the point where like there's some boxes where I had losses every time I shipped. Oh. So it was like, this doesn't make sense for me um, to keep it at this rate. Mm-hmm. So uh, the single book box have gone to 85 if you're doing a win-off. But if you're buying subscriptions, um, it will be lower. Okay. Um, so we're looking at changing that up and offering it in the fantasy, the romance, the dark fantasy, and the horror every month. Um, but we're also adding on a, like a birthday box, oh, which will fine. have a set number of different kind, like specific items that are in it that you can buy for someone and they'll come wrapped and that kind of stuff. So it brings, gives it a little bit more extra Yeah. Um, excitement if you want to do that
0: little extra goodies for those bookworms in your life. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so the advent calendar sold out, which was amazing. We did a 25
0: 25- And then you have the advent calendar. Yes,
1: yeah, so the advent calendar sold out, which was amazing. We did a 25-day advent calendar for Christmas. I do believe we're gonna do another one like last next year. Like it was a lot of fun to put together. It was a lot of work wrapping everything.
0: (laughs) I bet a lot of fun unwrapping it though, too. It was a
1: lot of fun and we had
0: Do you use dirty wrapping paper? (laughs) That's a great idea. By dirty, (laughs) I mean like kind of smutty. I don't Uh, mean
1: actually dirty. (laughs) Black paper for all of them. Oh, that's not as much fun. So I was just I just I liked the look of opening the box and everything just being like But yeah, so next year we'll see whether or not we we keep the same motif. Uh, So we did a 25 and we did a 12 day um, Advent calendar this year, and I think we're planning on adding a 12 day Halloween countdown one as well. So because of course I don't have enough things to do for Halloween, (laughs) (laughs) I need to make this calendar.
0: And that's a great idea for all of those horror lovers and the like people who are obsessed with Halloween. That's
1: Amazing! Love spooky season. Like it makes sense. So it's going to be a limited edition kind of thing. Like I'm probably only going to have twenty five of them. Um, but we're definitely. I I think I'm 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 getting myself prepared. I'm like I'm going to rewrap. I'm going to wrap things early. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna <laughs> get these
1: boxes set so that everything's done in September. So when people buy, I can just be like ship ship ship. <laughs> so.
0: And where can yeah. readers find you?
1: Um, well, we are at Book Box Canada everywhere. So TikTok, Insta, um, Facebook. I'm also on YouTube with a couple unboxing videos. Um, so if it's on social media, it's at Book Box Canada. Um, the box itself is called Shadow and Spice because it's like dark and spicy. Sometimes, sometimes it's just <laughs> dark and dark or Spicy and smutty. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, one of the two options are in there.
0: Um, it's bookboxcanada.com or is it .ca?
1: It's .com. I think I actually own .ca too, though, so I'm pretty okay. sure I do. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I was going to say, and there's also, if you type in shadow bookbox, Mm-hmm dot com that also will reroute to BookBox Canada.
0: Oh, so you've got all your bases covered. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to. <laughs> like I thought of a lot of stuff, but <laughs> yeah, like we have our um, we've got social media. We do have a newsletter. The newsletter is great because it gives people um, heads up of what's coming out. Um, sometimes, if I have a limited edition box, I'll let them know first. Um, And you can sign up there on our our website. There's like a little sign-up link. Well, that's good to know.
0: Great way to stay in touch and get updates on future books and future contents of your book boxes. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Michelle, for joining me today on the podcast. It was a pleasure talking with you. It was a lot of fun learning about your book boxes. Well, thank you so much. Merry pretty- Christmas.
1: Yeah, you as all. Well. Thank you.
0: And that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining myself, Frances Everly, and author, publisher, Book Box Extraordinaire, and Book Fair organizer, Michelle River from Book Box Canada, for joining us today on this exclusive interview. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday, whatever you may be celebrating this time of year, and we will see you in the new year with some brand new episodes and interviews with more indie authors. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you have a Happy New Year. And See you in 2024, Bookworms!